Welcome to Locked On Blazers on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Seth Johnston. It is November 13th, 2017. The Blazers have just defeated the Denver Nuggets 99 to 82 in Portland. The Blazers are now above 500, 7 and 6. Uh, an incredible bounce back performance uh, or result for sure for the Blazers after a really weird uh, loss against the Nets uh, the game prior where the Blazers looked like they were just not interested, looked like just nothing was working. They, You know, that shorthanded Nets team came to town and just and just beat the Blazers. And, uh, you know, the Blazers seemed to have really refocused and they came out and they looked motivated and hungry tonight. And, you know, you also can't ignore that the Nuggets, it helped a lot that the Nuggets couldn't buy a basket. And the Nuggets are good. You know, the Nuggets were picked by a lot of uh, a lot of uh, basketball writers to be a really tough team in the West and really compete this year. Um, and they were, you know, eight and five coming in tonight. Uh, but man, they did not look good tonight. It's true that, you know, one of their main, I mean, Gary Harris did not play tonight. He's a big part of what they do uh, as their shooting guard. They're kind of their veteran who shoulders a lot of their their load there because Jamal Murray is a high potential point guard, but you know he's 20 years old. And Moutier was their, you know, also very young project type point guard. So I think not having Gary Harris uh, out there hurt the Nuggets quite a bit. I mean, they couldn't make a shot. Uh, the Nuggets shot 35.7% from the field, 28% from three. Uh, and while the Nuggets are shooting 36% from the field, the Blazers shot 52% from the field. So this was actually a, a, a rare low drama game for the Blazers. They were in control most of the way. It didn't really feel like it was that close. Uh, There's a lot of garbage time at the end. And Caleb Swanigan's first career NBA start. Uh, you got to think that after that loss in New Jersey, the Blazers coaching staff went back and thought about some different moves they could make, and they moved uh, Swanigan into the starting lineup, uh, and that moves Vonley, of course, to the bench. So then suddenly the Blazers have a little more depth. Uh, and, you know, Vonley played a lot. Of, he played, you know, 26 minutes. He's playing starters minutes, um, but he's coming off the bench, and that seemed to add a lot of depth. Uh, or Not a lot of depth, but enough depth uh, to really help. Uh, and Vonley... Vonley, credit to him, he responded in a big way. He was all over the place, very aggressive. Uh, he ended up shooting four for five from the field with eight points and ten rebounds, two steals, and a big old monster block. Um, so we might have seen a, a new starting lineup for the Blazers tonight that works really well. And, you know, it's a way to get, even if Swanigan, you know, in more competitive games, he may start but not play not play a whole lot of minutes, but at least he is playing, and he's playing with starters, and you got to think that that uh, helps his development as well. So uh, Swanigan finished with uh, six points and five rebounds, and he fouled out, uh, so he got his money's worth. He got six fouls, first career start, first career uh, foul out in the NBA, so congratulations and, and a big win. Uh, that's great news. And I was excited again for uh, Shabazz Napier, who has been, you know, the last few games, uh, he's had multiple good games uh, this season, but he seems like he has been good 
regardless of how the team has gone, um, since he's been getting more minutes, uh, he was good against the the Nets. Uh, you know, he was one of the bright spots. He was good against the Grizzlies in that heartbreaking loss. Uh, um, and, you know, those were the first two games where he really uh, started getting minutes besides the first blowout game against Phoenix. Um, so Shabazz, tonight he had, what did he end up with? Uh, he he got a lot in garbage time, too. But he played 14 minutes, uh, and he ended up with eight points, three assists, two steals, uh, and shot one for three. Uh, but very aggressive, and again, that's huge for the Blazers. They uh, the, the Blazers broadcast tonight showed a, a stat that the Blazers are 29th in the NBA in net rating in the second quarter. So anybody off the bench that can help with the Blazers in the, get through the second quarter is, is going to be huge. And the new Vonley coming off the bench probably helps with that too. Um, Evan Turner had another great night shooting seven for 11. I think the Blazers are just, they're so tough to beat when Evan Turner mid-range jumpers are raining in from <laughs> 16 feet out all night. He shot seven for 11, 14 points, three rebounds, five assists. Uh, Really something when to watch Evan Turner when that that those drifting uh, corkscrew ball rotation uh, body not squared up mid range jumpers are falling. It's a beautiful thing when they're not falling. It seems like uh, one of the most frustrating things on the planet. Um, and the Blazers uh, handling the Nuggets so well. Uh, on a Damian Lillard off night, Dame only shot four for 14. He finished with 15 points, five rebounds, seven assists. The team didn't, they just didn't uh, need much from him tonight. Uh, Nurkic had another strange Nurk game. Uh, he finished with 17 points on a seven for 15, uh, but he had seven turnovers. And we saw Nurk uh, struggle with turnovers. In the very beginning of the season, he seemed to get that part of his game under control, but we saw it again tonight. I mean, seven turnovers for a center, uh, that's pretty pretty crazy. So the, the Nurk questions continue, and of course, after last game against the Nets when uh, Stotts benched him for all but one minute of the fourth quarter, even though he was scoring, and, and Stotts, when asked about it, said he just wanted uh, some more athleticism out there. So uh, it's the Nurk, Nurk watch continues um and cj mccollum had a great game uh shot seven for 11 with 17 points uh, just a, a nice a nice blazers effort i mean jake layman scored you know made a three and more exciting than that uh zach collins at the towards the end of the game made his first career nba three-pointer uh zach collins as a sweet deep shooting uh, rim protecting center. Uh, oh my God, he'll play in the league for a hundred years if he can if he can do that consistently. Uh, and this was a. It's always interesting when the Nuggets play the Blazers because these two teams they seem like they swap players quite a bit. Uh, of course, you know Will Barton, uh, who I think is still uh, near and dear to the hearts of many Blazers fans. Uh, he's you know. His career has really taken off in, in Denver. He's really found his place. Um, you know, and last year, of course, the, the trade to get Nurkic and send Plumlee to Denver, and then last year's drama when the Blazers and the Nuggets played, and, and Nurk had his huge revenge game. Uh, nothing really close 
like <laughs> happened tonight. He got all the revenge out of his system. You know, he's not uh, being gratuitous about it. And and Jokic had a weirdly bad game. This was a night. I mean, if you're listening to uh, Nuggets fans talk about it, they'll probably say, "Well, you know, we had no Gary Harris. Jokic couldn't buy a bucket. Uh, we missed a lot of easy shots. It's just one of those nights you forget about." You know. Um, and I think that that was true. Uh, it was just one of those nights where your team can't make it and the other team is, is hot, and this is the result. Uh, but the Blazers were, will certainly take it. Looking ahead a little bit, the uh, Blazers up next, they have the Orlando Magic, uh, a team that uh, just got handled by the Nuggets recently and they just lost to the the Golden State Warriors tonight. But the Magic a bit of a surprise even though you know they're they're 8 and 6 in the East. Uh but they're an interesting team. I think uh at least I was surprised uh, at how good they 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 were doing early in the season. They they went on a tear and they've come back down uh to earth a little bit. Um Alfred Payton has been injured their point guard and, he, and they depend on him a lot. Uh but an interesting team, you know, uh Nikola Vucevic uh, Vooch, new Vooch this year because he's been their center has been blasting. You know he's always been a big points and rebounds guy and uh, you know kind of had a rep maybe as a little out of fashion. You know the big center with the post moves. This season the Magic have opened it up. Vooch is 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 shooting threes like nobody's business. Uh, something that it appears he's had in his repertoire. Uh, for a while, if they if they just let him, so they've unleashed uh, new Vooch on the NBA, and of course uh, Aaron Gordon, uh, who's who's been uh, you know I've been a big fan of Aaron Gordon for for a while, um, and he spent most of last season kind of struggling. They tried to convert him to a small forward, but uh, now that he's back to playing a power forward position, I mean G- Gordon's been incredible. He's averaging 19 points and eight rebounds a game. A candidate for uh, most improved player. I mean, he sh- I mean, he's shooting over fifty percent from three, um, which is just crazy and unfair. And I'm not sure how. I mean, if he keeps that up, obviously he's one of the greatest shooters of all time. So it'll probably come down a little bit. Uh, but you know, the Magic, after being a weird team that makes weird trades and gets all these kind of weird players that are high potential, but they don't mesh with each other. Uh, they, they seem like they're kind of clicking a little bit, and I think that's that's exciting. And Evan Fournier uh, is scoring like 20 a game uh, from France, and and all these players have their own kind of interesting histories. Like Fournier, uh, you know, if you recall when he got left off the French national team, um, and I, I never really got the story. I, I never heard the reason for that. Uh, he, I think Fournier just said the coach just you know didn't put him on <laughs> on the team, and that was it. Um, the Magic have, you know, Portland's own Terrence Ross uh, there, and they they signed Jonathan Simmons in the offseason. He comes off their bench. So the Magic are a real – the point I'm trying to make in a, in a long way is that the Magic are a real team. Uh, so the Blazers got a tough one coming up here, and that's the end of their homestand. That after the Magic, they go to Sacramento, and then they play, oddly enough, uh, they go to Sacramento – on the 17th, then they play Sacramento here in Portland on the 18th. Um, so a whole lot of Sacramento Kings 
on, a, on those two days. And then the, the thing that a lot of Blazers fans have been looking at uh, with concern, the Blazers' uh, first big uh, East Coast road trip. They go, they go to Memphis, and they go to Philly, then they go to Brooklyn, and they go to Washington Wizards. Then they go play the Knicks, who are suddenly uh, competitive. Uh, and that's a tough, tough game. I would say the Nets uh, were a, a gimme in that run. But not after the Blazers lost to him at home and not in the middle of a very long road trip. I mean, the Blazers could go 0-5 on that road trip. Um, I think if they went 2-3, and three, that would be okay. Uh, and if you know they come up better than 500, that would be a fantastic result. There's no, there's no easy ones on that. Memphis is tough, tough, tough. Uh, and the Blazers losing that heartbreaker to them recently. Um, and Philly, very exciting team. Um, ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. Uh, that'll be a really fun one to watch. Uh, and then the, the the magical Brooklyn Nets, who somehow win basketball games. <laughs> and then the the Wizards with you know John Wall and Bradley Beal, very tough. And then the Knicks with of course Porzingis. Um, and then it's it's tough. The Blazers come back home. You know, they have another homestand of four games. And then they go back. They go back to the East Coast. Uh, or they, they go down at Golden State. And then they go to, like, Miami, Orlando, Charlotte, Minnesota. It's really tough. The, this, the Blazers have had a fairly uh, forgiving schedule so far. They've had uh, so many, you know, home games. Um, and that means they're going to have a lot of road games coming up. Uh, and that that is coming up, coming up. Like we're gonna start living that soon. And if the team is is struggling as they have so far, I, I guess struggling is a harsh word, but let's just say there's been in, inconsistencies uh, and weird issues that we didn't expect. Well, we I didn't expect to be issues like uh, Lillard not shooting uh, as well as he has in the past. I think that's been a, a, a strange surprise. Um, Nurkic's ongoing issues. Um, the Blazers are, are getting to a point where they really need to, you know, find some answers. Uh, you've got to think that Damian will, will work his way through it. And Nurk, uh, who knows? Who knows? Um, we haven't seen a whole lot. You know, we haven't had as much time to, to see Nurk on this team. I don't know. The Nurk, Nurk fever seems like it was a long time ago. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Blazers on the Locked On Podcast Network. I've been your host, Seth Johnston. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a lobster. Thank you for um, pizza. I mean, just in general for pizza. I, I appreciate that that is in the world. All right. Talk to you soon.